Good morning. Hi, my name is Amir Zabedi, and uh, together with my wife, Maria Zabedi, uh, we're happy to present you with today's message. Um, if you could uh, click on the actual, uh, thank you. So today's lesson is uh, Love God with All Your Mind. And that's what we're going to uh, speak with, uh, talk about today. Um, the first part that we're going to um, uh, introduce, uh, my wife will speak. Uh, you know, um, I wanted to also mention that uh, uh, I just have one request as we're doing the lesson. If something really hits your heart or encourages you, please don't be afraid to say amen because it helps us. <laughs> when we're up here, it's, it's not easy to do public speaking, so... It, it just it would encourage us if you if you said a few amens and, and uh, if you feel something in your heart, you know, it would, it would help us. Thank you. And um, yes, <laughs> and uh, bef you know, uh, before I bring Marie up, you know, I just wanted to say that some people joked around because my wife, you know, she studied to be a therapist. She just graduated, got her degree, and um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So uh, some people joke around when, I, when we, you know, we have other therapists come and visit our marriage and family and says, oh, you just talk to your wife. I just want to, I just want to emphasize, she's my wife, not my therapist, okay? <laughs> That's what she says, not my therapist. So, um, so first, the first part we're going to talk about is <laughs> med meditating on, on God's Word. And with that, um, I'm going to allow Maria to come up and uh, share. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Had to lower that a little bit. Uh, anyway, so yeah, so I, I wanted to actually um, really talk about Christian meditation, actually, um, because that's something that, for me, I've been practicing and has really helped a great deal for me in my life. And uh, one of the questions I wanted to ask all of you in the audience uh, is, if, raise your hand if you've had, uh, or at least have an understanding of what is Christian meditation. Okay, quite a few of you. Okay, good. And I think you'll learn something today. <laughs> okay, great. Well, I wanted to actually add um, a scripture um, just to kind of give you an understanding. And that scripture is this scripture that I thought was really, really pertinent to what I'm going to talk about. But Overall, it says here in Psalms 1, 1, and 3, it says, How blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, nor stand in the path of sinners, nor sit in the seat of scoffers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and his law, he meditates, and in, and in his law, uh, he meditates day and night. He will be like a tree firmly planted by streams of water, which yield its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither, and in whatever he does, he prospers. Amen. Yes, he, and, and I really believe that, because definitely um, Christian meditation is something that really has many benefits, and that's what I was, you know, first of all, I'm going to talk about what Christian meditation is, and then I'm going to be talking about the benefits that uh, definitely can, I mean, it can benefit anyone that practices. And so um, I was actually looking, I came across uh, a book review online that really explained uh, what Christian meditation is. And I also looked at another, uh, other great um, 
areas, all the great things online as well that really explain what Christian meditation is. And basically, in the book uh, from an author, um, John, uh, basically James Finley, he actually wrote a book, and it was called Christian Meditation, Experiencing the Presence of God. And Finley uh, reminds us, uh, basically, in the book, he talks about really the need to sit still and develop the art of slow, deep, natural breathing. And that's often things that we don't really do. I think we're so busy. We, we've, we're in a world that is just, it's just really focused on what you need to do, and it's just works-focused, and we don't really get a chance to really sit and breathe and really meditate and really focus on what God would want us to do. And so basically, uh, that was one of the explanations I thought was really, really great. And then another one from another article I read explained uh, Christian meditation as a call for us to enter into the presence, the living presence of God, to hear his voice and obey his word. And also, by listening, sensing, and observing the life and light of Jesus, we invite the Holy Spirit to come and work within us, teaching, cleansing, comforting, and rebuking. So one of those, these are one of the things that, you know, for me, I find very important uh, to really just, just sit and, and find time to do because it really does give you the mental clarity that God wants us to have. We can be so, again, when we're stressed, we're not thinking very clearly. And oftentimes I have to, I have to sit, and I try to do that more at least three or four times a week, if anything. Now that I've finished school, it's a lot more times now. <laughs> uh, I need that, because um, I'm definitely stressed out just looking for a job. <laughs> So, um, but overall, I mean, we've, we've got to be able to have that time to sit, at least even if it's two minutes. And so, overall, um, I wanted to also mention here uh, quickly about the benefits, too, of, looks like it's not working. Uh, perfect. Okay. Well, one of the things I definitely wanted to mention are just to let all of you know is the benefits of Christian meditation. And basically, um, as, as we look at these, I mean, these look pretty good. Um, and for me, you know, the first is reduce stress, right? Like I was mentioning. And meditation is really an empowering experience. It really helps you gain control over your nerves your, and emotions helping you to deal with everyday problems more effectively, therefore reducing the stress. Who doesn't want that, right? So it also helps improve concentration as well. Uh, meditation energizes you. Uh, it pumps up your brain cells and keeps you alert and focused. It also enhances your ability to multitask. Ladies, I know you all want that. <laughs> and also it keeps you happy. You know, it, meditation can improve the way you think, helping you to think more positively. Because in this life, we definitely have a lot, you know, enough room to think negatively, but we need to think more positively, right? So, it also enhances your lifestyle. Meditation is is inspiring, and um, it can help you improve the way you want to live and experience life. 
Meditation can help you to keep away from negativity and bad habits. It encourages it actually encourages you to take up activities that better your personality and health, which is something really good. Um, and also, fifth, it really helps better your your health overall. It also meditation can reduce blood pressure. It increases the immune system. Uh, it also it completely relaxes your body and benefits in fixing problems like insomnia, which I think a lot of us have. Uh, anxiety, yes, we definitely do have that too, and muscle problems and etc. So it goes on. I mean, it has uh, so many benefits for your health overall. And uh, so I wanted to really, you know, share that with you because I really want to encourage you to really just take that time, you know. And and to, for starters, you know, um, the, there's some resources that I have up here. And uh, one, the first resource actually um, is in the EncounteringPeace.com website. That one is really, really great. Um, I've actually been doing those, and they are just amazing. They always have a scripture reference. Uh, they talk about uh, whatever they're going to talk about uh, as far as God. They have prayers. So you can really focus on listening to uh, the person, listening to that guided meditation. Just pray and, and also talk about the scripture. And then you're breathing at the same time. So it's really, really amazing. I, I love that. And I've also had gone on YouTube, and they have thousands of uh, meditation videos. Uh, meditations like from 5 minutes to 12, 13, 15 hours. <laughs> I don't think anybody else is going to be doing any 15 hours anytime soon. But I know that you know just starting off slow is really good. It's just really good. It encourages you, and it will help you overall. So uh, I hope that um, this definitely encourages you and that you can be able to really, you know, think about just, just spending that time with God, that really special time with God. Thank you so much. This is my wife, awesome. Yes, Team Zabetti. Woo! No. <laughs> still awesome even though she took the clicker and i have her glasses here i'll give them when she comes back okay man let's continue so part one was about uh you know mindful meditation christian meditation part two here we're going to talk about is know your scriptures so now i was looking at the scripture which basically i appreciate just like the theme that we've been you know talking about about loving god basically with all your heart mind soul and strength and you know, um, one of the things that um, I decided to go and kind of dig into the scriptures and see, you know, kind of as a student of apologetics, I've learned to read things, kind of try to read them in context, also cross-reference, and trying to see kind of deeper, trying to dig deeper and see what is it the, the scripture is talking about. So we, we, see, we read it here in Matthew, right, that... Um, it says here, hearing um, in uh, Matthew 22, verse 34 through 40, hearing that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, the Pharisees got together, one of them, an expert in the law, tested him with this question. Teacher, what is the greatest commandment in the law? Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the, very, this is the first and greatest commandment, and the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. 
All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. So, you know, um, this also appears in Mark 12 and Luke 10, the, the similar scripture. And um, as I was uh, kind of looking and cross-referencing this, I kind of um, wanted to show you also how to, I want to kind of show you how to cross-reference in your Bible. So this is from the YouVersion Bible app. So if you have the Bible app, you'll see like sometimes there's a scripture and they'll have like a little three dots, you know, at the end of the scripture. You can click on that and it'll pop up and I'll show you like a cross-reference. So what is a cross-reference? Can you see it from here? Where is that coming from? Deuteronomy, right? Deuteronomy 6, chapter 6, verse 4 through 5. And if you have an actual, like, a Bible study Bible, this is an IV. Um, if you have an IV study Bible, it comes with a cross-reference. This is a 1980s version. Um, you'll see that at the end of that scripture, there's also, like, a little footnote, little uh, letters, A and J. And then there's a, in, the center, in, the, in the middle column, in the center column, if you look, It'll have, what do you see there? Yeah, DT 6.5, Deuteronomy 6.5. So that's how you can use cross-reference to kind of, when you read a scripture, to kind of go ahead and see what, where other places in the Bible it appears. And so you can kind of study further and see, you know, cross-reference and see what, what similarities and differences are. So what I did is I went ahead and I looked at um, Deuteronomy 6.5. Should we look at that? You guys want to look at that together? Okay. So here it says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. So Jesus was quoting this, supposedly this scripture, this passage of scripture when asking what is the greatest commandment. Now, for some of you, you might have noticed, is there a little something missing or different between this scripture and Matthew? What's missing? The word mind is not here, Correct. Yeah, so what happened to the word mind? Why isn't it here? Okay, let's find out. <laughs> so um, there's one explanation that um, I kind of uh, looked at was one of the reasons, um, possible reasons, is that the Old Testament was all written originally in Hebrew, right? So it's translated into other languages from Hebrew. So in Hebrew, there is no separate word for mind and for heart. There's only one word that could mean both. And that word is um, here, I believe. Um, the Hebrew is, um, the, word, the Hebrew for, word for that um, is um, levav. And so, so it means heart, and so there's no, there's no uh, it's hard to distinguish, correct? But the New Testament, where Jesus was speaking, that originally was written in Greek. So in Greek, they do have uh, separate words for both heart and mind. So the word for, um, uh, in, this, in, in the Greek, cardias, uh, which is heart, and then the Greek, dionian, which is understanding or mind. So um, what happened is, what, what the, the, the thought is, is that, again, when I said this is something that one possible, uh, again, I, I study apologetics, some things are not 100% clear all the time, but you can always try to, uh, arrive at the best explanation, the logical. This, this to me seems the most logical. So the people who are translating the Bible, they put both in there to kind of cover their tracks, you know, so to kind of be accurate. So, okay, we don't, we're not sure. Did Jesus mean, you know, heart? Did he mean mind? Because that word, there's, you know, the, we can't distinguish. So they put both in there. So again, you know, this is something that 
I wanted to share, and I go, you know, it, it kind of caught my attention. Why is the word mind not in here? In the past, I would have probably, like, not paid attention to it. But again, as, as I try to kind of dig deeper in my own Bible study, why is this important? Well, that's kind of a way for us to love God with all our mind, I believe, is dig deeper and, and, and try to understand why is something a certain way it is. And the second, thank you, thanks for the amen, I appreciate that. <laughs> and um, the, the other thing is that, um, you know, uh, also the, the part that love your neighbor, that comes from Leviticus, by the way, the part that we, he's talking about. Leviticus. But um, why is it that this is important, though? Well, it's important because, um, uh, well, one thing I want to point out, too, regardless of, of translation, the spirit of the scripture is to love God with all your being. I mean, we have to look at the spirit of what it's trying to say. And I think that's what's important here is, is, is that sometimes things that might not be exactly the same across translations, but what we need to do, we need to be able to let people know who ask these questions uh, that, okay, yeah, this, but is it a, it's not a salvation issue. It doesn't change the message of Christ, you know, coming to earth and dying for our sins. It is important to answer those things because, um, like, even if you compare the Bible translation from the 19, 1980s version of the NIV to what we have today, I don't know if you notice, but sometimes um, people come here and use their, their, their text Bible, and then the, the, the scriptures that are on the, the screen are a little different from the NIV, because the 1980s, the NIV was, it's been, it's been, the translation is a little different than what we have today. So, um, so again, why, why is it important? It's because so we can answer people, answer critics, or be able to give an answer, um, and to, to be able to help people. Uh, to help out our understanding of the word and to be able to help others answer the questions of skeptics. Now, a skeptic, someone who's a skeptic, doesn't mean that necessarily they don't want to believe, you know, but they're looking for answers. And so, so the, 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 the main thing to, to, to remember is that, you know, we might not, you know, we might not have a clear, clear answer to, you know, um, uh, to why, but we can always, again, we can give our best um, logical, uh, you know, what we've derived that from, from studying these things out. So, um, if you look at uh, 1 Peter 3.15, and this is something that, you know, I think kind of go, ties into why is it important. Um, if we read that, it says, uh, but in your hearts, revere Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have, but do this with gent gentleness and respect. So when we, when, we do, when we dig deeper and we kind of um, have a better understanding, again, we can give a better answer to people who are asking these questions. And um, it also allows us to become better critical, critical thinkers. I think it's important to, it's okay to question things. It's important for us to question things and to be independent thinkers. I mean, I really believe loving God with all our, 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 your mind it's not just hearing a lesson from somebody else and kind of just building our convictions on that, but having our own convictions outside of church. We cannot rely on Sunday service and a paid, paid minister for our faith. You know, those things are great. You know, we need those things, uh, but we cannot rely on those things for our faith. And that's something that I've been kind of just trying to instill in myself but encouraging others is that 
Sunday service is awesome. You know, my wife and I, we love being here. This is our spiritual family. But we cannot, brothers and sisters, we, I cannot emphasize enough, we cannot rely on just this few hours over here for, for our faith. We need to really work outside of church, through relationships, through our own personal Bible study, through meditation, whatever it takes for us to strengthen our relationship with God, strengthen our understanding of the, the, the Word. Again, not just for ourselves, but for, for those who um, visit or for those who are asking the questions. We can, we can, give, we can give an answer, our best answer that we can. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And, you know, um, the, other, the other thing is respecting other, other world views. You know, the, the, a lot of times we forget that second part of that, First Peter 3.15, the last part, is do this with gentleness and respect. It's super important because, now when I say worldview, respect other, other worldviews, what does that mean? Well, I'm talking in the sense of people's understanding of God and like the Bible and religion. It doesn't mean that we should accept if we're, you know people are you know basically accepting sin. <laughs> That's not what I'm talking about. You know, not you know, but what I'm talking about is um, respecting if someone doesn't think like you. And I think that also ties into who are our friends. You know, who are the people that we hang out the most? If we're just trying to build relationships with people who are just like ourselves or, you know, people who think just like us, then again, that's something else we need to, we need to really work on because this will challenge us to grow, you know, to, to, to understand other people's views. Not all of us have the same view, especially people who are not in this church don't have the same view. And, um, you know, the, the, um, that I wanted to share a story. I've shared a story with other people before, but I wanted to kind of... Uh, Give an example. Uh, last year, uh, my wife and I we went to the Orange County Fair. It's funny. I lived in Orange County most of my uh, youth, and I never went to the Orange County Fair. <laughs> after I after I don't live there, you know, I finally moved back there. So we went. It was pretty cool. You know, it was nice. You know, we. But as we were walking, you know, I mean, I don't know if you guys have been to L.A. Orange County Fair. It like takes a long time to walk through everything. But as we're walking through, there was a table with a group of people from the Church of Scientology. And, you know, they had the L. Ron Hubbard books out and everything. And um, as the guy approached us to, like, tell us, hey, do you want to learn about this? And my wife and I, oh, you know, what do you, you know, what do you? Some, some other person walked by, uh, came by, and started actually kind of perse- persecuting him and saying, hey, stop, you know, harassing people and telling them about your false religion. And he supposedly, like, called himself a Christian, you know. And, and we kind of just looked at him, and we're like, you know, we're, we're okay. You know, we're good. We're good. We're good. It's okay. And... He was kind of like, oh, okay, and he walked away. And the other person's like, kind of like looked like, okay, I guess might as well, you, don't, you, know, you guys are Christian, you know, you don't want to talk to me. I go, no, we want to talk to you. And as we talked to him, we kind of explained to him, and I shared with him First Peter 3.15, and I told him about Christian apologetics, because what is that? I never heard of that before. And we just told him about our view of what we believe is that we don't agree. We want to agree with everything you believe in, but we respect your view. And you know what he told us is that, you know, I've been seeking God. That's all I'm trying to do. And this is the first thing that came my way, you know, and this is what I found. And now I'm going to go, and I gave him, like, John Oaks's website. I gave him Doug Jacoby's website. because I'm going to go research these. I'm going to go learn about what you told me. And, you know, it just, I share that story because, you know, really, we, we, can, um, we can either uh, turn someone away from the gospel or we can really encourage them to seek, 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 seek uh, the gospel. And... Um, 
And, you know, I just wanted to um, just also share, um, you know, it's so cool how God works. You know, I have an old friend here, uh, Christian Turner, you know, and uh, if you get a chance, say hi to him. You know, Chris, Christian and I went to Casa Dominguez Hills. <laughs> Here's Christian. <laughs> yeah. We went to Casa Dominguez Hills about 18 years ago. It's the same time uh, when I was going there with Eric Nelson and Larry. We were, going, we were all like um, in the same time there, you know, uh, cohorts in the... And we, we kept in contact over the years, and we lived in different places. And he just recently moved back to California. And, you know, this is the first time we've seen each other in 18 years, but we kept in contact. And there was times where we just encouraged each other. You know, just, uh, you know, I was going through some challenges. He was going through challenges. And I just shared with him my life, you know, in my heart. And, and you know, it's, it's just great to have you here today, bro. You're welcome. Thank you so much for coming. And, uh, but... Um, I just wanted to let you know, too, that another thing that I learned is that I really believe everything ties together with that scripture in uh, Matthew and in Deuteronomy. Is that, uh, you know, my wife talked about basically the meditation. That's really to kind of help you gain peace, to have peace. And I really believe if your heart is not at, not at peace, then everything else goes out the door. You cannot, if your heart is not at peace, if you feel hurt, um, you cannot focus, you know, you cannot really devote your mind to God. And I really believe that's why, I, I kind of believe that's why God put them in that order. I, I believe the heart, really, the Bible says the wellspring of life. And, you know, um, I just want to ask, how, how's your heart feeling today, this morning? You know, do you feel encouraged? Do you feel at peace or is there anxiety? Do you feel hurt? I just wanted to encourage you with this, that God wants you to have peace. He doesn't want you to have, be anxious and, and, and feeling hurt and and be distracted in your mind. He wants you to have peace and focus on your, on your relationship with him. And, you know, I've struggled. I battled with that in my own life. You know, whether things that I experienced in the church or in my life. You know, I, I, I've shared with brothers close to me, you know, coming here as an Iranian kid. You know, um, I th- you know I, 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 yeah, I was bullied a lot, you know. People didn't like me. You know, I, I spoke very little English. And, uh, you know, that... And the people who persecute me the most are the ones I thought were the Christians, you know. So um, having different worldviews, I talked about different worldviews, you know. I have family members who are um, Sufi Muslim, you know. I, I talk to people. I'm trying to help a, a former brother who, who basically um, says that he's an atheist now, and we've been working together. I'm trying to encourage him and, and try to answer his questions. But, I, yeah, but there's times where I just feel like, you know, I, I don't know if I can give. You know, I, don't, I feel like I need, I need some help. <laughs> How can I help others? And see, that's why really Jesus talked about denying ourselves and carrying your cross. But how do, I, how, about, you know, how do I persevere just through prayer and every day be in the Word every single day? Yes. Just I need it so much. I need the Word. You know, woe to me if I don't read the Word, honestly. Like, the Word of God has never let me down. And I want to encourage you, if you're... Whatever you're going through, it's going to pass. Just stay in the Word and just keep praying. Don't give up. And uh, connect with people and do self-care. You know, do things that encourage you. You know, I, I met, with, met up with my, uh, my brother there, John. We went to the comic store, you know, last Saturday, comic book shop, and a little Bondi there. But, you know, comic books, some people laugh, but it's actually there's, there are classes that teach therapy through comics because... It's people reliving their childhood, and it's a kind of a form of a self-care and therapy. I think that's why I kind of got back into it, you know. And, but whatever it takes for, for you to, you know, to, to get where you need to be to, to, to have that peace, I really encourage you 
to, to do those things. And with that, I'm just going to say a prayer. And uh, yes, I mean, let's pray. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this opportunity to be able to share. You know, I really believe everything is tied together, God, our hearts, soul, and mind. If our heart is hurt and damaged, God, and we just don't feel it, it's very difficult to give. It's very difficult to be focused. And I pray for those who are here today who are seeking and, and, and need help, God, that they'll get the help, the encouragement they need. But the encouragement that we're going to really get really is outside of this Sunday, God. It's really every day seeking you and, 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 and getting into the Word. Thank you so much for allowing, giving us grace, God, that um, even though we're not perfect, we make mistakes. God, I've made many mistakes in my life, and I'll continue to make them. Lord, um, you know, our hearts are so, such a frail thing, God. You know, we're so frail, like we're so fragile as humans. But that's the way you made us, God. You made us that way so that we can feel things. And Jesus felt things, God. He felt pain. He felt discouragement. And to, you know, even to the point where, you know, I really believe where it says he was depressed, you know, to the point of death before he, you know, he was arrested. And um, so, Lord, we, we all go through challenges. Help us to not give up, God, to continue to um, dig into the Word and encourage one another and also to remember that we all struggle, God, we go through challenges, but the important thing, again, is not to give up. Just continue, continue and until, until we finish the race. So thank you for this time. Thank you for just allowing me to share, my wife to share, and thank you for people just giving their heart and listening to what we had to share. And uh, we, we love you, God. You know, help us to show that with our um, digging deeper into our scripture. And be able to help others to, to, to understand other people's worldview, to respect their worldview, and to um, have a better understanding of what other people believe so we can help them, to help them to come to Christ. We love you, God. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you very much. And um, I just wanted to mention that uh, one last thing is if the graduates could make their way to the back, we're going to have the encouragement ceremony for them. So please make your way to the back, graduates. Thank you very much. Amen. 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 Am